Hello and welcome. This is TV Donut for another week. This week we're discussing workaholics. I'm Piers Ray. Joining me is uh, Saskia and Hannah, of course. Uh, first so, of all, welcome back. Welcome oh, back, Piers hi. Ray. Thank you. I'm really excited to hear last week's episode with our first guest ever. Well, by this time, of course, you've already heard it because it came out two weeks ago. That's right. And it was awesome, right? Yes, of course. By this <laughs> point, I've, I've fallen in love with it all over again. Yes. I've listened to it 20 times, you as should you. a good one. Barney Miller was, it was a good surprise. Yes, I'm a glad. very enjoyable show, and I think you should watch it, and I think I should watch it. I actually was at the library yesterday. They had season five on DVD, and I almost grabbed it, but I was yeah. like, I knew you wouldn't want to start on season five. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this week we're talking about Workaholics, another comedy, two comedies in a row. Yeah, half, both half hour, both episodic. Also, we, we did choose a different show at the end of the last episode. Yes, we should mention, since Piers wasn't there, uh, the other option was a another comedy called Brothers. We selected Brothers. that one to watch. Yes, it was starring uh, Michael Strahan, who's a former NFL player. Okay. <laughs> but we couldn't find it anywhere. So, unfortunately, yeah. we apologize one more time. We we picked a show we couldn't find, so... so I, think, I think, in general, it's a good idea to disregard whatever we say at the end of an episode. Well, it's a 50-50 well, chance. Yes. I mean, you know... We always go for whichever one is accessible. Like, yeah. we can't always find all these shows. No. We have the best of intentions. I think that's what really matters. The road to TV Donuts are paved with the best and of intentions. And I am happy we watched Workaholics. I know you two weren't super uh, stoked. I mean, Piers wasn't even here, so he wasn't even involved in the conversation. But I'm a fan. I like this show. I, I just recently started watching it in the last few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost through season three. I will say it goes for me in the pantheon of shows like Sunny, like South Park, where to me it's 75% hilarious, 25% offensive. <laughs> And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with being offended. Like, my sense of humor is not identical to everybody else's. Mm. So there are going to be some jokes that I think are, you know, too far or just not funny. But on the whole, uh, I, lo- I love this show. And I love these boys. I think I think they're funny. Oh, it's yeah. I, I totally agree. Blake Blake Anderson, Adam Devine, Anders Holm. Yes. I, I know them because I never really watched the show. I knew them from... They always seem to appear together. They're, uh, at least Blake was on, was on um, Parks and Rec. Yeah, uh, they both. They all three of them appeared together in Thirty Rock. See, I I felt like as I was watching it that Anders or Sanders. It's Anders. It's Anders. 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 Yeah. Oh no, Durs. Right. I yes, Anders. He goes by Durs. Yes. Anders. Yes, he Anders. Repeatedly mm. says on the show. Anders. To me, oh. it was not funny, and I like it felt like a miscast. But you can't even say that because they're the creators of the show. Oh, yeah. Also, they do everything together. He's also the straight man in the trio. Yeah, but it's like I just. He's also older than them. Uh, that's part of their backstory as well. Felt like he was oh, out he? of place. How much older yes, is he than they Blake met um, in college. Yeah, Blake and Adam were freshman roommates, and Durs was their RA. That's a cool okay. story. So, so not much that's older. That's one of the episodes in the donut. Yeah, so, so it's a like within years. four years. But he's definitely the ambitious one, the one that cares about what people think of him, whereas mm-hmm. the other two just absolutely. Don't, well, talking Adam's, about his character here rather yeah, than uh, definitely, yeah. And that's what I wanted to say about the show is that one of the positives to me is that it's their universe. So the show is created by, written by, and directed by these four guys. Yeah, Adam Blakeders and Kyle Newichuk, who plays Carl, the drug dealer. 
Oh we, yes, we did meet him. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. In both he's, a, he's a secondary yeah. character. Uh, he's directs almost every episode as well, which is why he's not in it as much as they are. I would assume. <laughs> and just like Sunny, just like girls, it's like you know how they always talk about the seventies, like the auteurs of the seventies, all those films that came out where the director was the writer, was the editor, and they controlled the universe. Mm-hmm. And that's what these shows are to me. It's like. Every episode's not perfect. Every joke doesn't land. But they're making this. They're doing it all themselves. And that's an unbelievable amount of work, I think. Yeah, it's it's very specific. It actually reminds me a lot of um, Broad City, which I love. Yes, Broad City was another example I was going to give. Exactly. Uh, Durs, I knew from Mindy Project. Yeah. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Adams on Modern Family. So they're all doing extremely well. I think they're writing films. I didn't look too much into their what they're doing now no i didn't either but they're all succeeding i think blake is the one that does a lot of the kind of behind the scenes writing and they are still doing the show yes and then they're doing season five right yes season five i think is is airing now yes. so let's talk about the pilot it's called piss and shit which is very fitting when the guys have to pass a drug test at work they ha- only have one choice bribe middle school kids for clean urine <laughs> That's pretty, pretty great. That's a spoiler that's a pretty, alert. Pretty Brilliant great. idea. Yeah. Absolutely just such a scumbag move. Like, I couldn't believe it. There are so many moments in this pilot where you just think, oh, God, these guys. Like, they have no conscience. They have no conscience. Oh, yeah, they're terrible people. Yeah. They'll, like, they don't and care he, about even anything. to each other. Really. Like, they, we open up, they're having a pool party in their backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Durs thinks he's texting a girl he supposedly met the night before that he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. She sends him a picture of her nipple, and yes. then Adam and Blake. Blake, yeah, encourage him to send a dick pic back to does. her. And uh, Durs wonders, like, is that too far? Okay, and this was my first favorite line. When uh, Blake says, that's the order of things. It goes nipple, dick, pussy, butthole. I saw it on Dateline. <laughs> yeah, it's great that they've got this hierarchy established. And I love it. They're all kind of dumb. Because, oh. like, he should have... You would see that prank coming from a mile away. That's a weird photo of a nipple. It Hugely is. dumb. Okay, well, tell them what's he the did shave. He did shave his nipple. Adam shaved his <laughs> Adam nipple. Adam shaved so, his nipple. sent him a picture of it. Oh, right. Sorry, we didn't reveal that yet. Reveal away. Well, Great. well, yeah. Uh, so he got t- texted the picture, and he sends everybody, or no, just the girl that he got the picture from, uh, a picture of his penis, and it turns out to be a phone of a girl at the party. Yep. Which Adam borrowed to take a picture of yep. his nipple. Yes. Which he shaved, and he shows. Yes. Anders this, and he also forwards the dick pic to everybody else at the party. Yes. So everyone sees Anders' penis, and then there's a weird joke about how it's not the right color. It's I tan. Okay. It's a tan dick. So that's why that one girl holds up a burned sausage at the back of the party. Okay. And it's like I didn't hundred percent understand, but. Again, Adam, the line, right? The nipple of your dreams is actually my nipple of your nightmares. Like, that's hilarious. The way he delivers that line. I don't know how they don't, like, crack each other up the whole time they're doing this. It's so ridiculous. They've probably said this to each other a million times. Oh, my God. My nipple of your nightmares. And this sets up their whole relationship, right? It's all based on pranking each other, on one-upping each other, on... But what I love, too, is, like, the teaser's generally come back right and mm-hmm. o- everything always falls into place we'll see that again with the finale but yeah if we get their first shot of them on the roof that's uh, a frequent 
experience for them. They're, they get on top of their house and mm-hmm. drink and they do the poop dollar gag, which is where they wrap a piece uh, of shit in a dollar bill and then see who picks it up. And then, uh, and then they open which is, dollar. by the way, the first time I saw this series, the first time I saw the pilot, I was pretty, I'm not, I wasn't offended by it, but I didn't want to see that many piss and shit jokes. It's just, yeah. so, so like, it is very uh, heavy in the first episode, for sure. And the poop dollar does come back. It's not in every episode, but they do. Thank God. It does, it is it's sort of like the hell. Cougar Town penny can thing. So it definitely has reappearances. I love that Adam had two 40s duct tape to his hands. Did you guys notice that? Oh yeah, Edward Forty Hands. A classic drinking game. So, Have you never played this game? No. You can't take them off until You can't take done. them off until they're done. Your hands oh, are duct taped to that and you just insane. have to... Horrible. Especially Ooh. for guys, right? Because they wouldn't be able to pee. I think that's the point, right? So yeah. You so you, you like for a... girls, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. So it's you just couldn't an... get your pants off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wearing a skirt, you'd be fine. Ugh. Yeah, they're smoking a huge blunt, which uh, Durs threatens to not share. He's sort of down in the dumps that they uh, sent everyone his, everywhere. his picture. And I think even more that this girl wasn't real and that he was sort of like attracted to Adam's <laughs> nipple and called it the nipple of his dreams. Which, it, like, it was so clearly a male nipple as well. Yeah, it even was, shaved. It's, yeah. it's all dark it's, and it's on that weird... There's, uh, you can tell the difference. Uh, so we see them at work... They work mm. as telemarketers at a place called AmeriCorps. Telemericor, sorry. Sounded like they were selling fertilizer point. products. Uh, I think it just it changes every time. Oh, good. It, so they're they're it's completely random. Whatever the company is, like they take on different contracts. I guess with they could be selling anything. Oh, so they're salesmen for hire. Yeah, well, they're oh, telemarketers. Boy. They call they cold call people and try to sell random products, whatever the product of the week <sighs> is. And they're very bad at it. They're not good. Yeah. They are terrible. But I mean, it's a weird company they work for. It's They spend a lot of time in the office. This is very much sort of an office sitcom show. Yeah. In the pilot and the finale, they have the same issue, which is that they're trying not to get fired. And that is a frequent plot device on this show. They're not always there. They always sometimes have episodes where they go off and they're completely not uh, working. Mm-hmm. But it, it does come up more often than not that the... The baseline of the plot is that they're trying to keep their jobs. Yeah, I got the definite sense of that. Yeah. Um, in both episodes. In both the pilot and the finale, it's the whole focus. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to lose our job, but then in the end, they don't. You also didn't get to see as much of their coworkers in either of these episodes, but they are... Uh, a big role? Yeah. We got I to figured. meet uh, Jillian Bell, yes. who is in uh, 22 Jump Street. Oh, she She's is hilarious. one of my favorite people in the world she has some great episodes also alice their boss who's quote-unquote all about the numbers so uh, she's a little bit of a hard ass she had by Marybeth monroe uh one of the few characters on the show not named after their actor. Yeah, yeah there's only two, two i think i read yeah I read don't, but yes. then when i looked at the imdb i don't think that's completely true but it's they changed like a tiny part of everybody's name like right. adam their last divine is adam De- demand De- 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 yeah. anders home is anders Holmvik. Yeah. yeah yeah i actually think that's pretty funny and i think it but. comes from the school of will smith right where uh will smith tells the story all the time that when he started on the fresh prince alfonso ribeiro who plays carlton said like whatever your name is on this show is the name that's going to get screamed at you for the rest of your life so yeah. choose it well so he said well then i'll just be will yeah and changed the last name from will smith to will what's his last name on the fresh it's will smith 
It's not. No. It's not. It's, it doesn't It's matter. Will Smith. Okay. I'll believe you. I don't know that you're wrong. But I'm I, watching it right I, now. Oh, okay. I'm in the middle of season five. All right. Well, there wow, you go. that is... That's crazy. Okay, good for him. So then we meet Robbie. He was the weirdest part of this pilot, I feel like. He was the drug tester man. Oh, oh yeah, Brian the Husky. Yeah, he uh, was hilarious, but he's he, was, he was a doctor, yes. He's no, a, I don't no? think he was a, like a technician he more was, than anything. He was like a, a drug tester for yeah, hire. He, went, he goes he around connecting a, urine samples. A doctor, though. Maybe. but let's below a doctor's purview, I think, to be yeah. taking people's, watching people pee into cups. Yeah. So I guess, we yeah, we haven't noticed. They... They, we haven't mentioned, they get to work and mm-hmm. find out that they're having a drug test today. And if, as we had just seen in the opener, they were drinking and smoking weed and doing God knows what else at this party. So they know that they can't pass this drug test and that they're about to lose their jobs. And they even mentioned that they smoked weed in the car this morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. That very day. Exactly. They are constantly doing They're drugs. huge stoners. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and Robbie is like, like a bloodhound, he calls himself, right? He's like a friggin' bloodhound, and he will not be fooled. That whole first speech, I thought, was bananas. Knock, knock. Is this the VIP lounge? Hello there. (laughs) And there he is. Hi, guys. Guys, this is Robbie. Yeah, Robbie. Best test in the West. He likes to say that. Best test in the West, Robbie. There he goes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a drug test, so nothing to be scared of. I'm excited. What kind of drugs are we testing? (laughs) (laughs) What? That was a joke. Oh, I love jokes. That's fun. Okay, well, I'm just going to let you guys pal around, and I'm going to get away from you. Okay. Bye. Alice, you might have her fooled, but not me. I recognize burnouts when I see them. I'm a professional. I'm a friggin' bloodhound. And I can see the signs, the glazed eyes, the ridiculous J. Crew outfit, and you, strawberry shortcake. I can't wait to get deep inside that urinary track of a river of pee and just see what kind of mistakes you've been making in your own life. Oh, Mama, I'm gonna have fun with you. So, um, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Yeah, he's super aggressive, right off the top, says he can recognize burnouts, just, he's after them. Yes, he's gunning for he them. knows they're gonna fail this drug test. So they immediately start uh, brainstorming what we can, what they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mentioned niacin, which mm-hmm. I guess can clean up your bloodstream. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be one of those things to like get it out through right. urine and sweat. And... Blake uh, suggests starting a fire. That's his solution. Oh, I, I missed not that a one. Bad Burn solution. the office down. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Anything to get the like the day cold. Don't know if that's a better solution. And then during well, they could get caught and be sent to prison. They could, but they, well, that's they're true. desperate. I mean, Plus, they're if they desperate. burn the building down, that's are a, they that's a losing huge their jobs yes. anyway, at least temporarily? It just needs to be a little fire. Yeah. Just a little controllable fire. That's true. Uh, but their first solution, they have, uh, Anders has some urine. Yeah, he does. That he keeps in his desk. Because but he's known about the drug test. He actually paid attention. They told him three yeah. weeks ago, and he... As usual, he's the one that, like I said, cares about his job and is paying attention and trying to, you know, save his own butt. So, he has two cups of pee he pulls out of his desk, but he's still mad at the boys about the dick pic thing and says Mm -hmm. he has to, they have to earn the clean pee. So, because there's one cup for him and one cup for one of them. So, what does he make them do to get the pee? Eat a ceiling tile. Mm -hmm. Eat 
a ceiling. A piece, piece of a ceiling. It is. Like, and you guys know those tiles, right? That yes. are like in schools that are like, oh my god. That styrofoam type. Styrofoam That's slash asbestos. No, I was going to say full that. of asbestos. Yeah. Exactly. That... It was disgusting to watch Ooh, them eat it. Yeah. It's like a big piece of Melba toast. Well, Blake says well, it's like a mummy dick. Yes. It tastes like oh. a mummy dick. So after they've eaten a sufficient amount, Durs says they can stop and then reveals actually the piece Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they did that for nothing. But he has a third cup of it that's just for him. That's actually urine. That's actually urine, yeah. which Adam slaps out of his hand into his face. Another yeah. piss joke right away. I remember the first time I watched this pilot, I was watching it um, like out in public somewhere with headphones on. And when that part happened, when the pee went splaying in his face, I just burst out laughing so loud. I don't know why. And everybody was staring at me and I was just like, <laughs> sorry, sorry, just pee in the face. Sorry. You missed it. This guy, ah, you don't, oh, you don't know. I, it's not even, I don't, just so unexpected. I guess that's not mm-hmm. what I thought was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And it just got me. But that speech when... Durs is like, I was going to share it. I was just trying to be cool and dramatic, and you wouldn't know anything about that. And then Adam says, who's saving up to buy a motorcycle, a crotch rocket, and a cool leather jacket? I am. <laughs> so isn't a motorcycle, isn't a crotch rocket a motorcycle? Uh, yeah, but isn't it like a particular type? Well, it's like, like a Yam, one of those, yeah, like yeah. So he needs a motorcycle and a crotch rocket? Yeah, they're two and different types cool of bikes. I know! Why would you need both? Because it's extra cool. I think it's like one or the other. I don't think you're supposed to be on both teams. I guess that's actually true, yeah. Because both sides make fun of each other. Exactly. Yeah. So Robbie stops by the cubicle and threatens them. He gives them a 5 p.m. Or maybe he's just specifying what type Yeah, I don't know. He wants. I, it was... I, uh, either way, it made know. me laugh. Or maybe yeah. he doesn't know that the difference. Probably. There's a lot of great Anyways. throwaway gags like that that are just references to their dreams and hopes. Yeah. In the finale, one of them is talking about the things they would buy with a huge amount of money, and it's yeah. just wrote, more it's ridiculous well. bullcrap like it's that. It's Adam as well. He talks about a balloon, a balloon, oh, I wrote it down. A jet ski. We'll get to it. And then yeah. ends on a riding lawnmower. Oh, God. Yeah, they just want, they just want toys. I know. They want nice toys. But just Adam. He's Such just guys. Like a child in a man's body. So, yeah, they have a 5 p.m. deadline, uh, so they call Carl. Mm-hmm. We finally get to meet Carl, who's Kyle Newichek, who's the director and co-creator of the show. Why would they have a 5 p.m. deadline? They do a drug test at the end of the day? I think that's when the workday is over. So that's when Robbie's So he's testing leaving. everybody. Yeah. And so it's like, you, that's the absolute latest before you have to take this test, and if you refuse to take it, then... Well, like, you just have to hand over your urine sample. I imagine he takes them out of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not going to do the testing there, probably. Well, who knows? It doesn't really matter. So they call Carl, who happens to be already at their house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blake says he's taking care of the turtles. Carl is hilarious because he's really Blake's friend. Durs hates him. Yeah. We get that in both of these episodes. Yeah, well, who wants a drug dealer living in your house? Yeah. Especially when you're at work. So when they get back, he's watching Die Hard. I thought you'd be excited. You was... literally got to see Bruce Willis in this pilot. I did. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the best part of And he was it. looking handsome. I knew as soon as they show, showed him, I'd be like, oh, Saskia's going to be on board now because mm. there's a little bit of Bruce in here. I wonder how much they had to pay for that clip. I uh, know. Who knows? But they're uh, they're making a joke because it, they're watching it on cable, so all the swear words have been dubbed over mm-hmm. with like weird clucking, yes, weird words that make no sense. Damn as it. We all know they do, and it's ridiculous. It is. Really so stupid. they get the niacin from Carl. They decide that they should take three or four times the recommended dosage to make it work faster. Mm-hmm. They want to sweat them. it out. Yeah. 
And the, then they read the side effects. Sweating, which doesn't redness, work out itching. really well. All of all of it. So they look happens. disgusting. They decide uh, they need clean pee after all. And Adam, I think, makes the comment like, "Where are we going to get clean pee?" Like everybody, everybody above the age of 10, 12, I think 12, he says, mm-hmm. smokes weed. Yes, which you know is sort of true, I guess. So, and then you see the light bulb go on. And obviously, I knew at that moment. What's the most outrageous thing from here? Yeah, it's which like, is basically okay, the game the show go plays to find children so they pull up to this playground their phases are completely red and burning from all the nice and they've uh, taken they look, they look like and freaks almost all the kids just scream and run away as you would mm-hmm. if that happened to you as a child but one little fucker one little punk yeah, yeah sticks around and he insists that he will give them clean urine but only if they bring him something he can't buy for himself and i thought for sure they were just gonna bring him marijuana Okay. For sure is what I thought they were getting. All three of them. That's That's what I was expecting. uh, That would have been funny, since that's like the the problem they're trying to solve. But I think, weirdly, that kid probably could have bought marijuana, no problem. Probably could have. So they rush back home. Uh, They each search their rooms, and... They come up with, like, some old playboys, some throwing stars. Adam brings old porn. Durs brings condoms and a... Sex music mix. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, his custom music mix. Yeah, the yeah. kids don't, he doesn't care for either of those. No. The funniest line in this pilot to me was this moment where the kid calls him Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> he calls Blake Hermione because of his hair. I don't know why I found that so hilarious, but it just made me laugh so hard. And so Blake has ninja stars and fireworks. And of course, the kid is like, yeah, that's what I want. I want catnip those. for kids, man. Yeah, speaking of catnip. Uh, the other thing Adam offers them is a Zippo lighter, and the kid says... No, he says he wants the lighter. Does it light cats on fire? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Adam is like, no. No? <laughs> and doesn't give the kid the lighter, which I'm glad. Although I'm sure he could light cats on fire with fireworks as well. Wait, yeah. He'll find a way. That kid is... Well, he'll need to lighter for the fireworks. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> that's a dangerous child. He also mentions he has to be at Boy Scouts at four. That yeah. was a funny line. And... There was a part two when they were rushing back out of the house mm-hmm. where Carl's still on the couch watching Die Hard and he holds the joint up in case anyone wants it. Blake takes a and hit. And Blake forgets and takes a drag of it, even though they're trying to clear the yeah. drugs out of their system. He forgets and smokes more drugs. I thought that was really hilarious. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Yeah. Um, that, so the deal goes through. They can't get it over the fence. So the kids start sliding this Ziploc baggie of urine under the fence. Yeah. Oh, they and gave him a bag to pee in. We they forgot to They gave him a Ziploc bag to pee in. These guys. So oh. gross. And, uh, of course, at this point, a teacher uh, has shows up with another kid. And I think it's a parent, maybe. Maybe. Doesn't matter. Yeah. An adult. An adult. A real an adult. adult shows, shows up, up and says, what the hell's going on? So they pull the bag through. Uh, the next pee joke, it... Basically blows up all over them. Adam is desperately cupping a little bit in his hands. They get in the car and drive off. Yeah, they try putting it in a beer bottle, but it just does not work out. It's not enough. And yeah. so that's when we get a nice little bit of retribution for Adam, throwing the piss in Honor's face. He mm-hmm. tries to throw the urine out the window. Windows up. Splash back in his mouth. Fantastic. Um, I actually really enjoyed all the urine play. All the waterworks yeah. going on in this episode. Uh, much, much, much more than I did the first time I saw it. Yeah. I think knowing that you're what you're getting into is a big helps. part in the show. I agree. Yes. I think it helps as well. 
So yeah, they they are sort of resigned to their fate after mm-hmm. that, right? They decide to go back to the office and just take the urine test. Uh, Blake goes first, and then he gets a brilliant idea. He, he's this line is like he's awesome at peeing. Is what the what the guy says who's testing them. Let's see how you do. Oh, but who says he's awesome at being? Well, this guy is a weird guy. He is. He says a lot of weird things. Brian Husky's great at playing weirdos. It's fantastic. So, yeah, Blake gets a brilliant idea. He crawls into the vents. Inspired by Die Hard. Everything comes back. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they They do a tight script. Exactly. So he crawls through the vents. He asks Blake and Durs to stall Robbie. Mm -hmm. Adam and Durs. Oh, sorry, you're right. Yeah, Adam yeah. and Durs. Blake is crawling to the vent. They're peeing as slowly as they can. And they're they also on get the, way. The, the girl, what's her, what's her name? Jill. Oh, Jillian, yes. To distract him, which... That was... Don't the, even need to talk about that. No, that was the one part of the pilot where I was like, mm, little... The, it was the joke about, oh, it's gay time in, in the, the bathroom. bathroom. If you go in there now, you'll be gay. <laughs> which was like... Okay. Okay. That was her entire strategy. But there's but a, I think it to was, delay somebody. She's... A, a weird person and I think that was like a panic blurt like it made no sense at all I don't think it was a, a dig it no, just no, no, was no. like a weird They're, they don't seem like the kind of guys to do digs but it's like a, it's got a frat tone to the show yes. like there's a sign on their cubicle uh, it points to whoever's walking by the cubicle and it just says hella gay oh, so there's a shot of like Robbie he walks by stops by it so gotcha yeah, yeah it's, yes it's definitely not uh, feminist or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's that's not their goal. That's not, you know they they do have a yeah, little bit of frat. And that was the one fun. joke in the pilot that I was like, mm, yeah, okay. But considering the horrible things they do to children, like that didn't bother me at all. So yeah, there, there's way worse crimes to be offended yeah. by on this show. So Blake brilliantly pees in all the samples, all of them, right, and all over the place and everywhere else. Yeah, and this was the one plot I didn't see. For was able to tell it was coming. Yeah, the only great. thing in this episode that wasn't telegraphed. Yeah, and uh, yeah. wait, you were surprised by something else earlier, though. Uh, oh yeah, it was one thing. I like that there's at least two points in the episode where you were surprised. In 20 minutes, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. What was it? Uh, it was another urine thing, I believe. I believe it was something else. Was it the uh, getting the urine slapped in the face? No, that was Was me. it not offering the... Mar- that was you. Yeah. Okay, was it the marijuana not them not offering plot to kids and like scrambling for other stuff? The Ninja Stars. The Ninja Stars were... I thought that was oh. hilarious. And they all know. had samurai or like Japanese weaponry oh, in their bedrooms. Blake had to move a sword. Oh my so God. we see Robbie go for the poop dollar outside of the office. Yes. So that comes back and then... He gets dragged into Alice's office. Uh, the results have come back. This was... And we get one. the list of drugs that were in every employee's urine. The way she delivered it was hilarious. Marijuana, MDMA, mm-hmm. PCP, oh, yeah. HGH, oh, yeah. Lipitor, <laughs> Adderall, Dayquil, NyQuil, Nitrous Oxide, Benzedrine, Valtrex, Flomax, Cialis, and birth control. All of this I wrote Why down too. does Blake have birth control in his urine? Is he just taking whatever pills he finds? I'm assuming that somebody sold him birth control as ecstasy or something. Maybe. For a second I was like, did I mean, everybody's samples get mixed up in everybody else's? But then I was like, no, that, that wouldn't be possible. No, this is all one person. It's just Blake. Yeah. The only one I don't recognize in that list is 
Flomax. What is flow? Do you guys know yeah, Flomax? Yeah, is? it's supposed to help your uh, urine stream. It's for people who have difficult oh, TPA. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make sense with the flow. Flomax, get your stream back okay. to its full strength. I know strength. what all the rest of that stuff does. I don't know why he would be taking it all. But. PCP. Yeah, PCP. Yeah, I was wondering. It's very serious. Yeah. Robbie may have actually screwed up the results. I know. I think the joke was that, that Blake has all this. That's, that, that, that's body. the joke I thought as well. But I don't know. They don't seem like PCP yeah. guys. No, they don't. That's a crazy person drug. That's like for meth heads. Like yeah. it is almost. But it's Blake is sort it of is like funnier. a you know whatever is in front of me, I'll try it kind of person. I think that's true. That's true. They they all or seem like that. Maybe it was that. in a joint they smoked. You I know like what it, I mean? Like. He's not the one, doesn't seem like the type to ask questions. That's true. It could have been in a joint. That's yeah. a great point. That they've smoked that huge blunt. It was probably laced with all I've of that. I've had friends that have smoked laced joints before that they had no idea. Not with Ugh. PCP in them, but yeah. It was something else. You never know if you don't know where it's coming from. So Alice makes mention of the fact that she can't have children mm-hmm. and that that was a pleasant reminder. She's very she's offended birth by the mention of birth control. It's very Jeez. telling of her character, that scene of her kind of personality and the way she deals with things. They kick Robbie out uh, and she tells Jillian to email all the employees an apology and tell them that they'll be taking a new drug test the next day where they're just going to be taking a bit of everybody's hair. Mm-hmm. Yay. The boys are back up on the roof. Partying, doing drugs. Full circle. And they get the email about the drug test, and they're right back where they started. I'm assuming it wouldn't come back in the second episode. No, it doesn't. They pretty much solve it in the tag on this episode anyways, when they go out and cut a... Well, Adam returns to the house with a ponytail that he's cut off one of the girls at the playground where we were before. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't either. Maybe that was really? at the end of the credits. Yeah, it rolls during the credits. Gotcha. The version I have. Okay. It may have mine. I think might have cut off. Yeah, I don't think I saw that okay. either. Because I was expecting them to all show up with shaved heads. That's interesting. <laughs> a la Britney Spears, and, oh, and their eyebrows would have been great. That's the rumor about why Britney shaved her, went <clears throat> shaved her head. No, that her to avoid a drug her test. Her ex was threatening to take custody of the kids and and test. Yeah, I mean, that's a uh, total rumor. I have no idea. That's crazy. I have no idea. Well, it makes more that actually, sense yeah. than her doing it for no reason for at no all. Reason, yeah. yeah. All um, right, well, that's the pilot. Did you guys want to say anything about that before we talk about the finale? I just wanted to mention uh, two things. First of all, the fact that Anders knows about the drug test, and he has the urine sample, but he doesn't, like, he doesn't slow down at all for those three weeks leading up to the test. Well, they they do make it clear in the pilot that he doesn't smoke weed normally. Normally, but he's, he's also always, around. He it. smokes that big blunt because he's mad about the dick pic. Oh, just as like I, I have really. He's just saying like that. he's having a shit day and he needs to get fucked up. But they do mention I think more than once in the pilot that he's not a smoker. It's the the other two. But I don't think that continues moving forward at all. I think oh, he no. smokes all the time. So. I, I'm assuming he's going to pull into their trajectory. I just yeah. meant that... Uh, so I think his urine was clean until he smoked that joint. But that's exactly it. He he's he had knowledge of it. He was, ki- he was prepared in one way where he had this urine thing so he could say, okay, I'm good. I'm covered for this. Mm-hmm. But then the day before... He gets high. Well, that's because he knew he had the pee, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. But it's it's so telling that he's ready in so many worthless ways. Yeah. But the one way that matters, so they, and I love that. I love that even the most reliable of them is still just completely unreliable. Totally, absolutely. And um, you guys missed this, but I think it's it was on the finale too. 
Did you guys see the tags on the I finale? I did see the one in the finale, yeah. Okay, because they tend to do, like, one extra scene that could have been part of the episode that ties up one loose end, and then they do, like, a blooper or a extra bit from filming. Yes. So, yeah. that's kind of... Always watch the credits, guys. Yes, always, always. watch the credits. And look for the writers' names. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the finale, which is called In the Line of Getting Fired. Another thing I do like about the show is how referential it is with movies and stuff, right? Like, the first one... With Die the Hard. The whole plot is Die Hard. This one, In the Line of the Fire, is that great Clint Eastwood movie where I pref- he gets shot. You prefer... Sorry. They're not my favorites. The references? They're also, like, the community episodes of, like, the Pulp Fiction ones. Those are usually my least favorite. The, yeah, well, the Pulp... I mean, the Pulp Fiction stuff in that community episode, though, is not really related to the plot beyond their costumes, right? No. I... No. I, we can talk about this later on, but okay. I, I just feel like the show in general. Workaholics in general. Workaholics in general is tries too hard. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. They, I think they are trying too hard. And Ooh. they're... I don't find... Let's move no, on to the I finale don't. and we'll talk about it at the okay, end. Okay, I'm curious. We're coming back to that. Yeah, we will. Cute. When the CEO of Telemericor arrives to liquidate the company, it's up to the guys to change his mind and save the day. Now, that is not exactly true. No. The most of the plot revolves around them trying to convince him not to kill, kill himself, himself, not to not liquidate the company. It's not until they That's convince the very him end. to live that he decides to liquidate the company. These IMDb summaries can be so misleading. It's not, it's not IMDb. IMDb. Oh, where'd you get but this one knows from? where they get it from. Always from the same source. TV. TV app. Ah, you saw, oh yes, yes. Okay. So, the opening in this one, the driving in the Vo, that's also another frequent scene. Doris is obsessed with his Volvo and he calls it the Vo. Yeah. Uh, it's the worst. Uh, they're so good at, at aggravating me. They're talking about they really how much money they would have to get to suck another guy's dick. How, yeah, and they start with hundred grand, and then they they, they all down. agree that that's reasonable, and it is. For well, that's I mean, you would have to say more than us because I think the point more is that it's more offensive for them to have to do it than it is for us. I would argue that we don't love it that much either. But hundred grand's a lot of money for you hundred grand's a lot for just about any twenty anything. minutes. I think they say it's five minutes, but usually it takes a teeny it's, longer. It's than really that. a case by case scenario. Yes, absolutely. You know? So yeah, drop it down to five thousand. They eventually get Adam to say he would do it for nine hundred dollars. They ask him the absolute least amount of money he would do it for. Yeah, that's what's so good about that guy. <laughs> honestly, yeah. nine hundred. They also talk about how much they would punch their own moms in the face for, mm-hmm. and Blake says he would do it for thirty grand. Yeah, and they say it would have to be like a knockout punch. I wonder if you could tell her why beforehand. Because I thought, like, I think my mom would let me punch her for $30,000. If you split it down the middle? Yeah. I mean, even if I got to get it, it would look less she has to take care of me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, a punch in the face is worth $30,000. I, I would let someone punch me. In, I mean, I guess it really depends. Because some people get punched in the face and then hit their head on the ground and, and die. then they die. Yeah. So. You'd have to take, like, set up mattresses everywhere. Yes, Maybe you've exactly. got boxing gloves on. So, as they're having this conversation, they drive into their work parking lot and they hit Chris Parnell. Yes. Who was playing Bruce Benson, the CEO of Telemericor. Oh. He was funny. I liked he's him. So, I love him in everything. I know. Especially I when he's... You know who he reminded me of in, in this? Mm-hmm. Was he plays a similar character on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, right. Also having a breakdown. Yes. Because his career is falling apart and just going off the rails. He yeah. was also on Suburgatory, which is like a comedy that nobody watched, but he was yeah. fantastic on it. He played... Uh, he was married to Anna Gasteyer, and they, the two of them as a couple was just... 
one of my favorite things. Ooh, you just tempted me into a show. Yeah, so they show up at work and nobody's there. They don't seem, they're just, you know, like throwing a ball around. Like, yeah, they don't, they're not bothered that they they're the only ones in the office. Ditch day, and then Alice comes running up, tells them they're all in the conference room, they're waiting for the CEO to arrive, and of course they see him and realize, oh crap, that's the man we just hit in the parking lot with our car. Uh, they try to get away <laughs> without being noticed, but he insists on them meeting him at Maxwell's for lunch to talk about their future of their... Their future at the company. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Or the... Yes. Yes. Yeah. I he says these psychopaths almost killed me. Yes. They did. Yeah. They, they did almost kill him. Luckily, luckily for them. Now, like, and they're grateful. Well... Mr. Benson? Hello. Hey. How's your food? Mm, looking good. Finished chewing? Nice blazer. Oh, oh. Let's just cut to the chase. Wait, before you say anything, just want to let you know, we know we got off to a rocky start this morning. It's, mm -hmm. But it is so natural for people to hit people in cars. Yeah, it's I mean, truly. It's just something that happens if you if you live in the world. Right, okay. So, you do. Okay, just sit and listen. The same. You're making a mistake hey, here. Wow. Like, so harsh. Job is fun. Dude, pretty you good employees. Oh, okay. I cannot go back to working at Hot Topic because they said I have to cut my hair and I could have sworn that thing was punk rock. Hey, shh. I'm not going to fire you. <laughs> okay. Great. Oh, I feel like oh cool. my gosh. I thought for sure he was going to fire us. I was going to cry. I love him. I love him, guys. I'm sorry. He's, he's, he's certainly the hilarious. best one out of all. He's together. the most likable of the three of them. Yes, out of anybody in the Adam show. reminds me of Evan Elberson, another writer we know. Uh, yeah, who, a little bit. Who's very little, similar. Uh, exaggerated personality of Evan. If Evan had drawn a cartoon of himself, yeah. it would be Adam. Adam DeVam. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. I can see that. So what happens when they meet Bruce for lunch? He uh, offers them $10,000 to kill him. Yes. Slaps a revolver on the table. Yeah. yeah. And He Adam, said he jumped in front of their car in the morning. So. That's right. He admits he did that on purpose, but then chickened out. So he couldn't why. even do that right. Yeah. Uh, Adam's sort of tempted. The other two don't think that's a good idea. That's when he makes his list of things he would buy with $10,000. Jet skis, hot air balloon, or maybe a riding mower. This is also, <laughs> I think, the first pee joke of the episode because they take this conversation and the gun into the bathroom to have it away from prying eyes. Yeah, I wrote bathroom powwow. And two of them immediately start urinating midway through the conversation. And then, I mean, I actually Another really like joke. this. Another pee joke was the, the pinch and switch. Oh, yeah! When they both decide they'd rather read the articles that in front of each weird. other's urinals. There was newspaper articles on the wall in front of the urinals, and they wanted to switch because one was sports. And, and one was travel. Yeah. So, yeah, they start stop peeing midstream. And, yeah, that was a weird bit of business. But the I funny, didn't realize it was about the, the articles on the wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, funny part was Durs, because he was like, why are you peeing during this conversation? And then Adam's like, no, you're the weird one for not peeing. It's a bathroom. This is it's, what we're supposed to do We're supposed here. to do it here. I thought that was funny. A yes. lot of my favorite comedy comes from just how comfortable, uh, especially Blake and Adam, are with each other. I mean, yeah. Durs obviously is always a little bit on the outside, but and um, they've of, got a neat relationship. The only little trivia thing I saw online about it was that uh, Blake and Adam lived in that house the first entire first season because they didn't believe that the show was going to get picked up or that they would ever make any money off of it. So, like, that house is 
is scary. Yeah. <laughs> they live there for real for an entire year. They do have a pool. Yes, that's There's, true. It's gorgeous, a gorgeous backyard. And I'm sure it's not as trashed as it looked when they were shooting because <laughs> they probably, that's a lot of set deck and stuff, right? Like, like yeah. looking at the pilot, sorry to just a little tangent, but uh, the pilot is almost entirely their house and the office. Yeah. And a little bit outside on the street. Mm-hmm. But that house must have been like that. Almost all the time for filming because yeah. it's such a. I mean, it's, I like that. It's a low. It's a constrained it looks show. Real. It looks real. I feel like you could do it on a budget. Yeah. Very cool. Just like Sunny. So they ask uh, Rob, not Robbie. Sorry, Bruce. Why them? Why are they asking them? And mm-hmm. he says, "Well, you're clearly psychopaths." <laughs> Which I think they might they be, might be right? a little, a little bit with the Sunny characters. Like I said, like no conscience. They do start yeah. to develop, like, relationships with Jillian and sort of with Alice, where it's like, if they're responsible for their suffering, mm-hmm. they do try to fix it sometimes. Are these and in I feel later like, seasons? Yeah. Okay. They're also not as extreme, because they do have jobs that they are able to hold on to. Yeah. I feel like they're just the mostly Which, But shiftless. I think in reality, that they would not. No. They would not be able to hold on to that Which job. is... Even though it's a pretty bad... Job. Yes. Yeah, like, I feel That's like true. it's there not great. It doesn't seem like there's anyone banging at the door trying to get their jobs. They're, they feel kind of like they're rudderless, they're drug yeah. addicts, they're bottom feeders. They're just kind of, um, I don't think they're like psychopaths or anything no. like that. No, they're not. I just think they're kind of bums. Yeah. Which I and like. And like opportunists. They like to party. Oh, yeah. Total opportunists. Yeah. So. Living joint to joint. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, he tells, Bruce tells him that he can't, he's scared to tell the investors that he's bankrupted Mm -hmm. the company, so that's why he wants them to kill him, and he he can't kill himself because he's too chicken. I thought the best part of this, and again, the best writing, the most unexpected part, was how Blake was controlling him, instead of using the gun, like, as a weapon, by throwing away bullets. He's threatening not to use the gun as a weapon. And Chris Parnell's having the exact same reaction. Like, just take it easy, And that's something I've never seen before. Like, they really turned that around. And, of course, like, you could go anywhere in the States and buy bullets for almost nothing. So it's like, it's not even a real threat. They could have gone to the 7-Eleven. But the way they played it, I thought, was really funny. So, yeah, Blake is like, get in the car, I'm gonna, like, you know, chuck the bullet away. And, And he's tossing bullets one by one just to get him to do what he wants. So, they decide to throw Bruce a huge party mm-hmm. and convince him that life is worth living. Mm-hmm. And, and get um, some of his secret desires out of him. Go ahead. Yes, which is, uh, he likes mm-hmm. Michelle Obama. Mich- She's perfect, perfect woman. Right? Mm-hmm. So, they throw a celebrity lookalike party. That Obama was, like, pretty bang on. It was pretty good. He oh. looked like oh, Obama. her I as well. Michelle Obama yeah. also looked She looked great. Although the rest of the celebrity impersonators, maybe with the exception of Dog the Bounty Hunter, yeah, who looked exactly like Can't him. Can't tell that maybe it wasn't even him, for real. It took me a minute to figure oh, out who I that fat that. Jack Nicholson was, though. <laughs> oh, yes! It's like a really rotund Jack Nicholson impersonator. So, Jillian was dressed up like Gaga. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, Blake was Sean White. I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, they have the same hair, so it's not that hard. Yeah. And then... Adam was Sean Astin. He was playing Who's Rudy. Rudy, or he's in all Sam. Lord of the Rings movies. Oh yes, yes. And then, well, wait—he doesn't look like him at all. Not at all. Like not, <laughs> not at, at all. all. Okay, I'm glad no one else was getting in this in the episode ter- either. I, I think their confused. costumes were the worst ones. Him and Anders. Yes, and well, well, Durs three... wasn't wearing a costume. He wasn't so, true to true to Anders' form. Durs took the Escalade. That's another kind of recurring theme in the show is that Durs is obsessed with Escalades for some reason. He was racing 
Well, that isn't, yeah. isn't it like Dennis from Always Sunny? Isn't Dennis obsessed with? Is he into Escalades? I can't remember. He's very into his car. car. Yeah, I think it was. He was very into SUVs. Well, Durs is into his Vaux, but he's like always talks about Escalades. Mm. Like it's like the another fancy toy that he wants. Yeah, his whole so goal. So he borrows Bruce's Escalade. He says he's drag racing Asians. Yes. And when he gets back to the party, which he didn't know they were having, uh, they give him the choice of being Paul Walker or Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> And I believe that they just start referring to him as Macaulay Culkin. Yes, but even he though really he's... wants to be Paul Walker. Yeah. Yeah. The A gunshot goes off. It scares them all. They think that he's shot himself, Bruce. But mm-hmm. it's actually just Jason Statham, who looked nothing like Jason mm-hmm. Statham. Didn't even really sound like well, Jason Well, it's really Statham. hard to do because he chose the, him from Crank, where he only wears a suit. And when your face doesn't look anything like him, you can't really yeah. impersonate a person. That's very true, yes. So was... That was a nice suit. I thought he looked It was. Him. Yes. So he's shooting off blanks in the kitchen, and the boys are, you know, they take the gun away because... Obviously, why who oh, we didn't shooting off blanks? The Jack Sparrow costume was terrible as well. Yeah. Uh, Kyle. No. Yes. What's his name? Clark? Nope. Oh, my goodness. One sec. We're so bad at this, Carl? Is it, Carl! Is it the roommate? You. Was yes. that him? Yeah. Carl was the one that was dressed up. Oh, yeah. And then he... Sh- he shows up dressed like uh, Captain Jack, and then... He doesn't look like Captain Jack, but when you have the Captain Jack costume, it's yeah. obvious who it's, you are. It's obvious who you are, but you it know. was just, I, I yeah, it could have been like much a, better. A typical kind of rental costume that you would just pay for instead yeah. of make yourself. So Parnell's going around the party basically looking for someone else who's willing to shoot him. Yes, he offers Bruce, or Bruce, Bruce offers Carl ten, the ten grand to kill him. And Carl is definitely interested. The boys show up, kind of like shoo him away. Yes, Durr says he'll pay him. And Grant to kill himself. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then after he walks away, he says, I hate that person. Yeah. I love how much he hates Carl. I don't know why. It just makes me so happy. Yes. So they make a deal that he, like, he gives him a check, right? A $10,000 mm-hmm. check. And he says, well, you know, I'm going to Mexico next week. Like, can it be flexible? You know, I'll get around to it when I can kind of thing. So yeah. Carl's, Carl's going to kill him, but just, you know, when he... When he has time. So the party continues. It's getting off the rails. Uh, Bruce manages. He basically gets set up to have sex with this Michelle Obama lookalike, yep. which is his dream. Yes, and Obama's watching. Uh, that was fantastic. It. That was my favorite shot of the whole episode. Is Barack just standing over them? It's a celebrity lookalike orgy, right? Do they say that? Like, the uh, whole plan is that everyone's gonna kind of have sex. I think it was an orgy. It's implied in the tag at yeah. the end of the episode. Okay. Um, it wasn't just, like, a party. Like, I think those people knew they were... Co- like, they put... They say they put an ad on Craigslist. Yeah. So I think everybody there knew that it was, like, a sexy time party. That would explain why so few people looked like the celebrities. Yeah. They yeah. just wanted to come to the orgy. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so from there, uh, Bruce basically regains kind of the will to live. Yes. Well, now he's got this he certainly hot, does. hot Michelle Obama on his arm. Yeah. So he's half hour late for the meeting and nobody Alice can reach him. Or Alice can't reach him to know if they killed him because mm-hmm. they were last seen. They were the last people seen with lunch them. with the boys. Uh, he finally shows up. He tells everyone he's liquidating the company. Everyone's going to get laid off. He tells the guys that he's doing them a favor, that, you know, it's a crappy job and they shouldn't stay there. He points them out, let's hear it for Blake, Anders, and Adam. So yes. he pretty much says, 
They're responsible for this. Of mm-hmm. course, yeah, they're going to get the blame. Uh, he wants Carl's number so he can call off the hit, but they won't give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts listing off exotic places they can go, and Michelle Obama says she wants to go to Egypt. So they're like, okay, we're going to Egypt. So that's kind of nice. Good ending for Bruce, yes. sort of. But they're all screwed, and now they've lost their job again. Yeah. <laughs> so... As usual, Blake has a plan. It seems to be like Blake's the one with the uh, the Whenever crazy they're in a corner. ideas. Yeah. So he calls Carl, asks him to come and shoot at him with Statham's gun with the blanks. Fake gun. He tapes a bunch of ketchup packets we, to his body. We did see the day before at the party when he took that fake gun and put it in his pants that he had another gun as well. Yeah, well, which the, is the gun they took off of of Parnell. Yes. So now he's a, got one gun loaded with a few real bullets and yes. one gun identical loaded with. A no, few they're bullets. not identical at they're all. They're not. Uh, I That's, think the fake one was orange. Silver. No, it was, was silver. It silver. And the other one's like a little black. Oh, gun. then it's even stupider that yeah, they the, make the, this they're mistake. Not, they're, I love as it. soon as he saw, but obviously that was going to happen. As soon as they see the gun, you see the difference. And, yeah. and Blake realizes it immediately. He's like, oh, yeah, because they look completely different. They were completely different colors. Uh, yeah, one of them was really... Carl always says the absolute dumbest thing. Yeah. That's one of his character traits, is that he he is brain fried. <laughs> he has no brain. Right. He's just weed on legs. So, they show up. Yeah, they're in the parking garage. Carl pulls the gun. Blake jumps in front of Parnell to save, quote-unquote, save his life. Mm-hmm. Carl shoots him with the real gun, which Adam and Doris realize at the last minute they scream, you know, try to get Blake to stop, but... Too late. He gets shot. Too late for Blake. He gets shot. And Carl just says, see ya? (laughs) Well, yeah, he just shot. Well, I don't think he even realizes Realizes that that it wasn't the the real gun. Yeah, no, I think he's such a doofus. Like, but also he just shot somebody, so he has to run away or he's going to go to jail. He also thought that it was a fake shooting. Like, he's expecting a bunch of ketchup and acting. He was expecting that to happen, exactly. But unfortunately, Blake was actually shot. He was briefly grazed mm-hmm. it does convince parnell to not sell the company yeah he, he says to the guys like okay i owe you one what's the one thing you want and they're like how about you just don't sell the company yeah and, and then they also want the ten thousand dollars and what was the third thing that they wanted i can't remember uh they keep listing uh, things that they wanted that were from earlier demands something was nine hundred dollars the, the ambulance show. ride for blake yeah. at the end is nine hundred dollars and of course oh, it all brings it right back to their first discussion. About time to put your money where your mouth is. Yes. It's for a good cause. Adam to work, said Adam. he would suck a dick for $900. And of course they can't afford the $900 for Blake to go on the ambulance. And that's how the episode ends. Yes. And again, I thought I thought that was hilarious. That worked for me. <laughs> Made me laugh. Yeah. I like this. Uh, I liked both these episodes. Oh, I like the finale much, much more than the pilot, of course. But I mean, it's a pilot. Yeah. It almost always goes without saying. Definitely. And there's a lot less uh, fratish type stuff. I agree. There the was finale. a lot less of the uh, the obvious, the poop jokes, the all the all those. Not that I'm against those. They're funny sometimes. I just gotta I gotta be in the right mood for like a lot of gross out humor. Every type know? of joke you can think of was in the pilot, pretty much. Yeah. Well, there's like, yeah. Oh, you mean like in gross out humor? Yeah. Well, also just like the gay joke was in there, and yeah. I wonder, when is this show? 2006? 11. 2011. 2011. Oh my goodness. Um, crazy how far we've come. I don't think you could possibly fit one of those in right now. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it depends where you are. But I think it's definitely their... It's much more noticeable now. Style. But again, it's also... 
don't know. I, I just, I just mean, I think it would be harder to I get think, away I, with. No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that. I'm just thinking in my brain about like their kind of the way their relationship is with the three of them and mm-hmm. whether they sort of. They feel like three guys who live together in a dorm. I don't feel like they don't like they don't attack each other over like being too effeminate or no no no. It's not like touchy, they're so I don't yeah. It's I don't. not like they're uncomfortable with it on that aspect. We have to watch every episode and analyze it. Um, joke by joke. Oh, God no, God no. <laughs> too much work. What a nightmare. Yes. Um, Is there anything else that you guys wanted to say overall or about the finale before we get into your donut quiz? Uh, I've been. I just want to say I've been converted by rewatching it this time. I would be willing to watch at least all the first season. I could yeah. see watching the whole run of the show. It gets better and better, in my opinion. Uh, season three has. 20 episodes instead of 10 so there are oh, a few wow. fillers in there that aren't the best why uh, why did that happen that's I don't know, they just ordered more episodes i guess damn it was probably at its the height of its popularity and then after they did that the guys were probably like no we can't do 20 <laughs> of these this is not gonna happen and then they went back to 10 so but i've heard from fans that four and five are some of the best so i'm looking forward to getting there i'm just getting to the end of season three right now how about you, Saskia? I'm fine. You're fine? I'm fine to not watch this. Fine to not watch this. Yeah. What, did you enjoy it more this time than the first time you I never it? watched it. I oh, not... this was your first exposure? Yep. Oh. And I don't know, I, I probably wouldn't have wanted to rewatch it. I would have fought for Brothers. But no, I'm fine that we watched it now. But if I had watched it before, I don't think I would have wanted to. If we can ever find Brothers, we'll... Well, Brothers is not particularly appealing, but <laughs> I don't think it would have been better. No, probably not. No, I, I'm or, fine watching it. Or more PC. Yeah. I just wouldn't have wanted to rewatch it. All right. It's time All right. for the donut competition. I'm going to ask you guys five multiple choice questions about what happened in the donut of season one of Workaholics. Whoever has the most points at the end of five questions it's the donut in the mystery box. I love this new system. When you open the box, you'll get to see what kind of donut you are going to get today. This is uh... question one. Okay. What is the name of Blake, Adam, and Anders comedy troupe? So this is the comedy troupe oh, they no. were in before the show started. Okay. okay? A. Okay. Improvicorns. <laughs> B. Mail order comedy. That's the one. C. Why are you helping him? Idiot. Wait, I non. Does he get to answer first? Everybody gets to answer. We answer, bef- yeah, separately though. Non productive. Oh, on a paper. No, we're gonna tell no, you the answer right is, now. Okay. You just C. Non productive. D. No girls allowed. Okay, well I'm gonna go with B. Yours says B. Because that's say? what Saskia said. Okay, I don't understand. Answer the question. It's B. Okay. Question two: How do Adam and Blake get Durs demoted? So there's a certain episode where uh, Durs gets a promotion, and he's sort of above them, mm-hmm. and as you can tell, that probably doesn't go well, because he's super ego. Okay, And they want to stop this, so they decide they're going to get him demoted back to their level. <laughs> okay? Very telling of their friendship. Do they A, shave all his body hair, mm. B, permanent marker a dick on his face, C, dye his skin in rainbow stripes, or D, put a bike lock around his neck and take away the key. Oh. You go first this time. I'm going with D. As am I. All right. I'm not what? That is also correct. This answering system... 
question number three. Like he can always repeat, and I can always repeat what he says. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily the right answer. Okay. We just yeah. happen to agree. We both have a, a lot of insight into this. Were we right on the first two? Yeah. Oh, high five. Two for two. Nice. What do they need from the trunk of their impounded car? Okay, so one night the mm. bow gets impounded. I bet it's There's drugs. something in the trunk that they really need back, so they break in to steal it. Is it A, Alice's mentally disabled brother, Brad? <laughs> B, Carl's cocaine? C, a robot prototype stolen from work? D, a hundred frozen steaks? You go first this Ooh, time. I am going to go with Alice's brother, Brad, because that sounds like the most outrageous of the possible options. I'm also going to go with that. Correct! Wow. Wow, you guys. Okay, so just go for the most crazy (laughs) thing, and we're going to be right. I'm going to have to do better at my fake answers. I thought my fake answers were just as crazy as the real ones. Those are some pretty crazy ones. What sacred holiday do the boys insist they need time off work for? Is it A, Kwanzaa? I was going to say that. Would you like to take that No, no, I need to hear the other ones. B, Best Friends Day, which is a real thing. I looked it up. C, Half Christmas. Or D, 420. Saskia goes first this time. C. Which one was C? Half Christmas. Half Christmas? I could see them going for Kwanzaa, but I'm going to go with 420. I'm going to go with D. Here's right. The answer is Half Christmas. No! It's a great episode. Oh, I'm so close. Which is what, June 25th? Yes. We just missed it. June, yeah. Is that, wait, what's Happy today? Happy half Christmas, everybody. Is today Boxing Day? It's nope, we are well okay. <laughs> on our way. This is the final question. Saskia is ahead by one point. Ugh. This is the determination of a tie game, perhaps. Of the secret donut. Yes. Okay. Possibly. When they set up Jillian on a blind date, where do they have to rescue her from? Okay, so they set Jillian up on a blind date. They want to get her out of their way. Right. It goes very bad for her. And they end up having to go and save her from the date. Okay? okay? Where do they have to rescue her from? Okay? A Mexican jail cell. The gathering of the juggalos. The high school prom. Or mall security. I believe I go first. I'm yes. going to go with uh, high school prom. It's also what I'm going to go with. <sighs> Strategy here. The answer is the gathering of the juggalos. No! That was the least. I was going to answer the least. The I was going to Mexican jail was going to be my second best one. Best episode of season one. If you're going to watch any episode, watch the Juggalos episode. It is okay. bananas. All right, Saskia, it. that's it. Congratulations on all your success, Here Saskia. Here is your Thank you. secret donut. Um, what donut is it? Open it. Open it up oh, while dear. we pick another show. Is it a poop donut? No, it's not. Imagine if it was a poop donut. I didn't even think oh about that. Oh, my God. What is happening? Noble, pineapple, cherry. It's pineapple upside down donut. What in the world? Doesn't it look delicious? Yes, it does. See, you won that. Even being grumpy and even being mad at my system. That is a gourmet donut. No, I thought it was whoever answers fastest. I'd love to say where your fancy donuts come from, but they're not sponsoring us, so I don't get anything. Yes, well, it's near me, and and maybe one day we'll talk to them about that. Because now, every two weeks, we're going to fight over the donut. donut. Fancy donut. All right, let's pick next week's show. Okay. And let's try to stick to it this time. Yes. All right. (laughs) Number is between 1 and 1,007. Good God. I will pick uh, 206. 
Okay. Saskia? What would you like to pick? 399. 399. Okay. Let's take a look. Number 206 is a show called Falling Skies. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that's local. Yep, they shoot that in Vancouver. Sci-fi thriller. It stars um, Noah Wiley, I think, mm-hmm. from ER. I've never seen any of it, but that would definitely be a good one for us. It's a Spielberg production, I believe. I think it's still on. And then 399 is True Blood, oh. which would be another amazing oh i'm voting true blood donut i'll go true blood as well have you have you seen it i've I seen saw every it episode but you haven't seen the other one i haven't seen any of falling skies Ooh, maybe we'll go with falling, falling skies, skies might then. be better yeah okay let's do that we'll catch up with true blood eventually it's pretty awesome yeah yeah i'm excited all right well, season see one of falling skies so saskia you are the victor this week please enjoy your pineapple upside down donuts i'm gonna cut it and share it with you and who will be preparing the quiz next week you. It'll be me. There you go. I am the Falling Skies Mistar. Ha <laughs> uh, So thanks for listening, guys. Yes, uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And we're at TV Donut. And just um, keep on listening. Yes. Have an awesome day. Yeah, enjoy your week also. All right, bye. bye. Joints.